Hello, and welcome back for another volume of truly disturbing tales taken from Reddit. If this is your first time joining us, thanks for tuning in. If you enjoy creepy tales and true crime, then you've come to the right place. We upload multiple times a week, and I enjoy interacting with subscribers, so please leave thoughts and comments down below. We also operate an Instagram page, so feel free to follow us there for scary facts, previews of upcoming releases, and otherwise unsettling posts. But without any further delay, let's get to today's stories. So this story took place about a year ago, maybe a little bit more. I was about 19 at the time, and going home from university after classes. I usually had my keys with me, but around this time, I had lost them, and my mom had yet to make me a new copy. What this meant was that I was often left locked out of my house if my mom or my siblings weren't home, so I had to find crafty ways of passing the time. After reaching the house and realizing that none of my family members were home, I called my auntie and asked if she would let me hang out at her workplace while I waited. She said it would be fine, and then told me to call an Uber that she'd be paying for as soon as I got there. So that's what I did. I log into the app, key in my destination, and within a few minutes, the Uber car has appeared down the street. I give the driver a wave to confirm that I'm the passenger he's looking for, but I'm met with a blank stare and a rather emotionless man in general. The guy gave me kind of a weird vibe, but I also tend to be paranoid every time I hop in a car that isn't with my family. So I got in, tucked that feeling to the side, rolled down my window, and kept a tight grip on my phone. The drive itself seemed relatively normal until we got to the area where my aunt's workplace was. I'm not completely familiar with the neighborhood, but I do know where you're supposed to turn, and the driver just blew right by it. He said that he was just following the GPS when I asked him about it, but he also didn't have his phone mounted, so I couldn't see the app that he was using. This is the point when doom kind of starts to set in for me. I don't know directions very well, and I could only rely on the driver being a decent person and taking me to where I'm supposed to go. But it's obvious at this point that he's not. Wherever he is taking me, I have no clue. I remember seeing this fountain that I could recognize from when my mom drove me to my uncle's place, but that was way farther from my aunt's place now, and leaving the general vicinity of where I knew that I needed to be. By now, I was kind of thinking of what to do, because this guy drove past a ton of empty houses, and a couple of them even seemed to be still under construction. At this point, I'm doing my best to try and find a place that I can jump out, a stop sign or a stoplight that I can quickly exit the vehicle, but the whole time, He's driving just fast enough that I can't hop out on my own, or I risk falling and hurting myself, and becoming even more of a target as I lay in the road. All of a sudden, he then stops near a place that looks like it's about the edge of civilization. We were on a hill, and he slowly turns the car off. I got lucky in so many ways that day, looking back on it now. As he turns around to face me from the driver's seat, my phone begins to vibrate. It's my aunt calling me, and as I pick up, she asks, Where are you? I literally felt my heart drop because I had no idea, and this dude was just staring at me now. I said that I didn't know, and I asked him, Hey, where did you take me? He replied with, 
I wouldn't know what to tell you, kid. That was enough for me. I grabbed my backpack, flung open the door, and yelled aloud, That's fine, I'll see myself out, and hauled ass like I hadn't in a very long time. So now I'm running down the street, seeking safety from this man as I attempt to put distance between us two. I asked my aunt to stay on the phone with me and not hang up, because I hear his ignition turn over and the car circle around. As I hit the corner, I see an empty lot surrounded by a concrete wall and strong bar gate, but there was just enough space under the gate for me to crawl in, so I chuck my backpack over the fence and crawl under. There's a gigantic electrical box on this property, so I opened it to crouch down and hide inside, my aunt still on the phone with me, now joined by my uncle. They're both asking for my live location through WhatsApp, because I had no idea where I was and no ability to tell them. Literally, I was in the middle of nowhere. I waited for about two hours, and this guy just wouldn't leave. I saw him drive up and down the block what seemed like 50 times, each time slower than the last, as I'm sure he was looking for me. At some point, the guy stopped driving by. This was about the time that my uncle got near in his truck. He didn't know where I was exactly, so he kept honking and telling me to tell him when I could hear it. Finally, when I heard it in the distance, I emerged from my hiding space, slid under that gate, and hopped into the cab of my uncle's pickup truck. The feeling of relief was real. For a moment, I thought that maybe this had been a big misunderstanding, and I just jumped out of some guy's car like a maniac. But then when I got home, I checked the app, and what I saw shook me to my core. First, it said that I reached my destination, which obviously I hadn't, and the picture of the driver from the app didn't match the person that I was in the car with, not one bit. I had asked my uncle and aunt not to tell my mom about this, and to let me explain once I saw her. When she picked me up from my aunt's job, I recounted the full story, and we went to go make a copy of that house key right away. Because of course, something almost terrible had to happen in order to get that key. We reported all of this to Uber, and we even made a police report. But to the best of my knowledge, nothing ever came of it. I think the biggest takeaway from all of this is that my mother won't let me leave the house anymore without making sure that I have a way to get back in. This happened a few years ago. I was a teen, and I grew up on our family's ranch in the middle of nowhere in the southwestern United States. It was a very high elevation area where the Rocky Mountains stand proud, towering over beautiful green plains. Our ranch is about 20 minutes away from a tiny 100-person town, just to give you an idea of how isolated we were. Some family friends were getting married on one icy evening. My family was going to go to the wedding, which was in another town about 45 minutes away. I didn't want to go because my favorite NFL team was playing that night. Go Pats. So they went to the wedding and left me at home alone. I was sitting at home watching the game with my dog. I remembered that I had forgotten to close the horse barn door. So I put on a jacket and grabbed my rifle in case I ran into a bear 
or cougar or something out there. I went to the barn and kicked the door closed. As I was walking back to the house, I heard the sound of a truck engine traveling through the mountains. I thought, they can't be back so early. That was my first clue that something was amiss. The dirt road to get to the ranch winds down around a hill just before it gets to the house and barns, so you can't see who's coming until they're upon you. I went home and grabbed as many weapons as I could and made sure all the doors and windows were locked out of precaution. I turned off the lights so that whoever it was wouldn't know that someone was home. I peered out the window that was looking towards the dirt road. A few minutes later, I saw headlights coming up the road. I got away from the window so that they wouldn't see me. I saw the headlights were shining through one of the house's windows, the one that I'm ducking under at this point. I prepared for the worst and waited. After a while, I saw the headlights disappear. I heard the truck engine turn off and I heard a car door open. I heard footsteps walking around the house a few times, stopping near windows and doors. I even heard the front door handle start to jiggle. While that was terrifying in and of itself, the single scariest moment had to be as I look up from my hiding place. I have a flattened out view of the window. I can't see out over the property, but I can see pretty much where the window meets the cold night air. I first see a shadow, then I see hands pressed up against the window, and then I see the window begin to fog, as if somebody outside is breathing directly on it. While I can't see the person, I absolutely know that they're there. Without any further announcement, I hear the footsteps of this person leave the porch and head back towards their vehicle. I hear the car start and it slowly eased back down the road that it came from. I called the police once my family returned. They took a report, but to this day, they still have no clue who tried to gain entry into our house that night. Another chilling fact is that people don't tend to stumble upon our ranch. We're so far out there that, chances are, this person had to have been here before. I definitely hope that they don't try to come back again. This all happened exactly a year ago. Shout out to Facebook Memories for reminding me. I lived in a ground floor apartment in a very heavy foot traffic area. It used to be a corner storefront, so the living room windows were huge and only one small one could be opened. I had a very violent upstairs neighbor and even angrier dealers living across the street. I've had to make multiple calls to the police and give statements. Aside from them, the neighborhood was pretty lovely and I got along well with all of my sane neighbors. One of my cats even became a local celebrity thanks to a haunted Halloween tour that would stop at my corner every night to tell stories. The second he heard them, he'd run from wherever he was to jump up on the windowsill and listen while they all cooed at him. Anyway, because of the large windows, I didn't have any privacy in my living room. Usually, I didn't mind this because I'm a people watcher and my cats also love the view. I had blinds and sheer curtains 
but you could always still see straight into my apartment. Thankfully, I had plenty of privacy in my bathroom and bedroom. One night, I was sitting at my computer desk in the living room, just watching YouTube and sipping on a beer. I heard a group of people talking outside, but these were normal sounds for the area, and I would have ignored it completely if I didn't hear one of them speaking directly into the window fan in the one open window. Oh, she's drinking a beer? Doesn't she usually drink whiskey? I spun around in my chair instantly, and then heard, oh shit. She saw us, and scuffling as they ran away. I couldn't see them because it was dark outside, but it sounded like there were at least two women and two men. I was frozen in place just listening for anything else, like footsteps or their voices again. It took me a while to fully realize what I'd just heard. I do typically prefer to sip on whiskey at night, but that day, I wanted to try a new beer flavor I saw in the store. These people knew my habits well enough to know this. I was also deeply concerned that they knew it was whiskey, since I'd drink it out of a set of patterned glasses, and there was no way to tell what it was in them. You could see the kitchen from the living room windows, but I often kept my whiskey in the freezer, so they'd have to see me at a specific moment to know what I was drinking. Needless to say, I didn't sleep that night, and while I couldn't sleep, I remembered another incident that had happened a few nights prior. I keep my bedroom window open at night because I sleep right under it and I like the night breezes. There's a bright security light directly across the street, so even with the blinds down, I still have quite a bit of light hitting the opposite wall. One night, I woke up around 3am, which isn't unusual for me, and I turned on a Netflix movie to fall back asleep to. While laying there, I see the shadow of a head and shoulders appear on the wall, and it just stays there for way too long. I'd guess about 15 to 20 minutes. Now, this isn't very common, but people have stopped to smoke a cigarette right outside my window before. The smell gives me an instant headache, but this time there was no smoke or smell of any kind. Someone just standing there. I couldn't tell which way they were facing, but after the recent event, I wondered if someone was looking in while they thought I was sleeping. I told my coworkers about these events, and they were terrified for me. I was actually planning on moving at the end of October, and just slowly bringing boxes and furniture to my new place over the course of the month. Once they heard what had happened, they all banded together and got 75% of my things over in one day. I told them all I cared about was my animals and my bed, but they got everything except for the larger furniture and whatever we couldn't box up and move before midnight. I love them all very much and appreciate them every single day. I had a couple of anxiety attacks over this, especially when I had to go back for the last of my stuff, but I felt completely safe in my new place. I also got a full-blown security system with sensors and cameras. Unfortunately, this wasn't the first and ended up not being the last time I was watched and stalked. I still visit the area of my old apartment from time to time because it's a great bar scene. I don't think I'd be able to pick out their voices, but no one's given me weird looks or vibes since then. So all cheers to that.